Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Weekly Dispatch for the 29th of May 2022. This week we have a polling update as always, Manuel Valls struggling to land in his parachuted seat, and Marine Le Pen and Eric Zemmour fighting it out over the future of the far right in France. For those of you that don't know, the Weekly Dispatch is your weekly summary of the major events taking place in French politics published on Sundays in order to give you the perfect way to catch up with French news and events. This is the audio version of the Weekly Dispatch, which is a part of the French Dispatch and can be found on julianhoes.substack.com, where I regularly publish several articles a week, sometimes, sometimes less, sometimes more. Depends on how it goes. But to kick this off, the polling update for the week has shown mostly losses for everybody involved. As it stands, the margin between the two leading political parties in France, currently the NUP coalition built around La France Insoumise, and Ensemble, the coalition built around la, what was once called La République En Marche, and is now called Renaissance, Emmanuel Macron's party. And as it stands, NUP have gone down a percentage point, dropping to 28%, while Ensemble has stayed stable at 26 not taking any loss, but not making any gains either. The Rassemblement National has found itself dropping 3% in the last week, dropping down to 21% of voting attention, while Les Républicains have also managed to take some hits due to recent political, let's say, discourse, and have fallen one percentage point to 9%. Reconquête, the party of Eric Zemmour, has found itself dropping to 7%, dropping two percentage points, and is seeming to take heavier losses than it expected to take in its fight with the Rassemblement National and trying to get its leader elected at this point, which is not looking too certain, is not looking very good for them. Now, to the first story of the week, Manuel Valls, the former Prime Minister under François Hollande, is struggling to land in his parachuted seats, having been put forward to be in the fifth circumscription for French citizens living abroad, which uh, includes Spain and Portugal most notably. And he already wasn't having a great response from the militants of La République en Marche or the French citizens living abroad, being quite unpopular for his perceived opportunism and his uh, perceived arrogance. When he was announced as a candidate by the Ensemble Coalition, things didn't look positive for him. We heard lots of people being very unhappy about the decision, both within and without the party. And there was a very sharp situation where the dissident candidate Stéphane Voyetta, who is currently an MP for La République En Marche, also known as Renaissance, who hadn't been told that he would not be selected for the seats and found this out through Twitter. This created a schism that has been covered in previous uh, editions of uh, the Weekly Dispatch, where effectively in a, an election where distant candidates are fighting their former parties fairly frequently, Stefan Voyette is coming out quite strongly right now. 
and things only seem to be getting worse for Manuel Valls. Having seen a new poll recently that uh, Voyetta was extremely happy to publish on social media, the numbers aren't looking very good for the presidential majority here, even if there is a very good chance that Voyetta ends up joining the coalition as an independent once this election goes through and if he wins. The current Renaissance MP, Voyetta, is leading the pack at 46.01% according to a poll that was run by lesfrancais.press in this last week. And the really interesting fact here is that he's currently holding a 38.14% lead over the parachuted candidate from Renaissance, which is quite tough even for him because he's currently sitting at 7.87%. Now, the really interesting thing about the situation is that this could lead to a lot of bitterness within La République En Marche and within a lot of the circles because Manuel Valls could be causing a crisis within the seat. Currently, as it stands, uh, Renaud Lebert, who is the um, ecologist candidate that's part of the NUP coalition and is candidate in this circonscription, is currently polling at 26.77%. This isn't a an insignificant number, we'll say. He's still alone collecting 25 or 26% of the voting attention, almost a quarter. And this can change very quickly and this can improve. But the problem here is that if a candidate gets over 50% of the vote in a legislative election in the first round, just like in the presidential elections, they are automatically elected so long as a minimum voting participation is found. Now, if this goes through to a second round, and this is entirely possible due to Manuel Valls's uh, candidacy, we could very easily see a situation where there could be a protest vote against the candidate for Macron. And I have personally uh, had people talking to me about this in that they are protest voting against Macron in the Benelux because they don't like Macron and they don't want to support him anyway. So, the party has, or Valls even, has a very interesting uh, discussion to have about where they want this to go and how they want this election to turn out. But we'll see what happens. And... Of course, polls are just polls. Polls are indicators, not clear statements of the future. However, that doesn't matter for everybody, as we've seen on the far right. Marine Le Pen and Eric Zemmour having a very, very interesting fight between each other, filled with a lot of free hits and a lot of backhanded behavior, which has... Um, caused quite a lot of consternation within some of the militants I know within both parties, actually. And with uh, neither candidate seemingly content to coexist, we saw a lot of recriminations coming from Marine Le Pen recently, who was very, very unhappy about missing out on uh, victory in the 2022 presidential elections that took place very recently. Now, Having been relatively quiet in recent weeks, 
keeping a low profile after her loss and allowing the story to move elsewhere. Marine Le Pen came out very strongly this week to attack Eric Zemmour, who she outright claimed weakened the nationalist camp and who she blamed for her victory in several ways. Quoting her verbatim, what she said on a radio interview this week was that uh, if the RN didn't come out victorious in the presidential elections, it is purely because Eric Zemmour ran as a candidate. Because the reality, in her view, is that they would have won if he hadn't showed up. Now, whether this is even qualifiable or quantifiable, I don't think so. And in previous editions of uh, the Weekly Dispatch, I discussed the fact that, in total, the RN and the Reconquête vote, before all the tactical voting took place, polled at about the same amount of that, well, the, the actual vote was at the same amount that Marine Le Pen had won in 2017, with everything between the first round and the second round having been protest votes against Macron and not votes for the nationalist camp. However, I digress because she went even further and we started seeing a very personal side to this attack on her far-right counterpart. And I'm quoting this verbatim, but she says, For his ego, due to a major analytical error, Eric Zemmour thought he could meet the confidence of the French better than the Rassemblement National. He was seriously mistaken, but suddenly he weakened the national camp. That's a certainty. Again, no one quite, can quite understand how she came to this certain position because, let's face it, she's not the most popular politician in France. And again, we can't qualify or quantify these, aside from the fact that the raw support for the RN and Reconquête was very low. It was around 34% in the first round. Exactly the same as her vote in 2017. So whether she could have won or not is very uncertain. But she is engaging in the blame game. This is, these are all linguistic behaviors, these are all linguistic actions in order to damage her counterpart, to make herself seem stronger, and to make him seem like a man who ran a party for purely egotistical reasons. And it also goes a long way to explain why the RN have refused to cooperate with Reconquête at all costs. And on the other hand, they are also potentially preparing the ground for potential legislative election losses, which Marine Le Pen came out and said that if a, num a certain number of constituencies, they do not come out on top, it will also be the fault of the Reconquête candidates who know full well that they will not be elected. Ultimately, we can assume there's not going to be any hand-holding or kumbaya singing within the French far right. And we can also see that Marine Le Pen isn't feeling very confident about her chances in the next round. Eric Zemmour is keeping a mostly low profile, trying just to get elected and to keep going with the current electoral cycle. But we've got a very interesting election on our hands. And this is going to be very, very interesting in the number of seats. And this is why. I would like to encourage you all to continue reading the French Dispatch, continue listening to this audio version, 
as uh, this is what we're going to be tracking for the next few weeks up until the um, end of this election cycle. We're going to be looking at what's happening with all of the actors, who is being impacted the most, and why exactly certain people are doing what they do. And yeah, once again, thank you very much for paying attention. Thank you very much for listening in. Thank you very much for joining me. If you would like to read the newsletter, you can find it on julianhoes.substack.com, where you can subscribe to receive it direct to your inbox. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms which are free for use. And on top of that, if you'd like to support me in any way with my work, you are free to contribute a coffee or two to help fuel my coverage of the wild world of French politics by going to coffee.com forward slash Julian Hoes. And that's coffee ko-fi.com. Now, have a nice day, have a nice week, and I will see you all next weekend. Take care.